This is the news from the Lord. On the debate stage, the president was asked this. He said, sure, three times. Yesterday, he was point blank blank asked, do you uh, denounce white supremacy? And he said, I've always denounced any form of that. I can go back and read for you um, in August 2019. In one voice, our nation must condemn racism, bigotry, and white supremacy. In August of 2017, racism is evil, and those who cause violence in its name are criminals and thugs, including the KKK, neo-Nazis, white supremacists, and other hate groups. I have an entire list of these quotes that I can go through with you. He has condemned white supremacy more than any president in modern history. The record on this debate it really is mixed. He has condemned it, it. he's equivocated at times, he said he didn't want to acknowledge it or address it. His record is very mixed on this issue. His record is not mixed in the slightest. And when you go back in history, you can see that history right here. When you go back in history, you can see that Jesse Jackson has praised the president as someone who served underserved communities. This president with Mar-a-Lago, it was the first Palm Beach club open to Africa. African Americans and Jews, um, and in fact, but his record is mixed. He has he not been raised. consistent on the issue of white supremacy. So I'm asking you, what has this White House done to combat? It is what white the FBI says is one of the deadliest threats Paula, in this country. We're not having a debate on a cable you're, news you're, you're right now. You're saying that he condemns it. I have his record right here. You need to let me finish. His record is quite funny that the media goes haywire about interrupting in debates and then chooses to pursue that very same tactic themselves. This is a White House briefing. You ask a question and you give me time to answer. Do you know why people have lost trust in the media? There was a reporter from your network yesterday, your network, and in a tweet said, quote, I'm asking you a question. I don't even know what you're going to bring up, but that has nothing to do with what I'm asking you I sat here when you lobbed your partisan attack question, so you will allow me to give an answer. The president and someone from your network said yesterday in a tweet, the president dodged a question about white supremacy. That was a tweet from a CNN reporter. The president specifically, verbatim, was asked yesterday, White supremacy, do you denounce them? To which he responded, I have always denounced any form of that. Those are the facts. In CNN, I know that truth is of no moment to your network, but those are the facts. Hello there, America. This is Jeffrey Lord welcoming you to the Word of the Lord. And my, oh my, are we going to have a little discussion? Uh, I just witnessed... Uh, members of the White House press corps repeatedly pressing Kayleigh McEnany as to when President Trump is going to denounce white supremacy. And as she certainly has pointed out, he's done it many, 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 many times. But if we're going to go down this road, then I think we need to fairly ask the question, when will Joe Biden repent and uh, stop... Uh, or, or apologize for his party's support for, yes, slavery, segregation, lynching, the Ku Klux Klan, and now, of course, it's identity politics. So let's take a, a little walkthrough down through history here. I wrote about this a number of years ago in the American Spectator, but alas, as is frequently the case, uh, the American left wants to make uh, me relevant again, and I appreciate it. So we're going to have a conversation about this. Nancy Pelosi, by the way, has also said after the debate that it was a sad night for our country, quote-unquote, because Trump refused to disassociate himself from white supremacists. Okay, so let's just start here. Uh, back in 2008, 
the Democratic National Committee had on their website uh, a boast that they, in their party history section, that they were the party of civil rights. And, of course, they were making this boast centered around the 1964 and 65 civil rights laws. To be blunt, what a crock. What did they leave out? Well, let me just tell you. So buckle in and take with uh, take a little tour through the history of the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party was, of course, founded a couple hundred years ago by slave owners. Yes. So what uh, do Democrats not want to talk about? And what does Joe Biden uh, fall totally silent on and Nancy Pelosi? They are completely silent about the number of Democratic Party platforms supporting slavery. How many were there? There were six from 1840 to 1860. They are completely silent on the number of Democratic presidents who owned slaves. There were seven from 1800 to 1861. They are completely silent on the number of Democratic Party platforms that either supported segregation outright or were silent on the subject. There were 20 from 1868 to 1948. They are completely silent on Jim Crow, as in Jim Crow laws, and they are completely silent on the role Democrats played in creating them. These were the post-Civil War laws passed enthusiastically by Democrats in, uh, in the period after the Civil War. These laws segregated public schools, public transportation, restaurants, restrooms, and public places in general, everything literally from water coolers to beaches. The reason civil rights heroine Rosa Parks became famous in the first place is that she sat in the front of a whites-only bus, section of the bus, the the whites-only designation, the direct result of Democrats who ruled that city. There is no reference, uh, or they are completely silent, on the formation of, yes, the Ku Klux Klan, which, by the way, Donald Trump has declared as a terrorist organization. According to Columbus Universe, Columbia University historian Eric Foner, the Ku Klux Klan was a, quote, military force serving the interests of the Democratic Party, unquote. They are silent on University of North Carolina historian Alan Trelise's description of the Klan as the, quote, terrorist arm of the Democratic Party, unquote. They are completely silent on the fact that Democrats opposed the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments to the Constitution. The 13th Amendment banned slavery, and they opposed it. The 14th Amendment effectively overturned the infamous 1857 Supreme Court Dred Scott decision made, I might add, by a Democrat pro-slavery Supreme Court justices, and they uh, opposed it by uh, the amendment because it guaranteed due process and equal protection to the former slaves. And they opposed the 15th Amendment, which gave black Americans the right to vote. They were completely silent and are completely silent on the fact Democrats opposed the Civil Rights Act of 1866. It was passed by the Republican Congress over the veto of Democratic President Andrew Johnson. That law was designed to provide blacks with the right to own property, sign contracts, sue and serve as witnesses in a legal proceeding. They also opposed the uh, 1870-1871 uh, civil rights laws known as the Enforcement Acts, which allowed the U.S. government to um, 
go after the Ku Klux Klan in various states. There is no, uh, there was total silence on the Democrat opposition to the Civil Rights Act of 1875. It was passed by a Republican Congress and signed into law by Republican President Ulysses Grant. The 1875 Civil Rights Act prohibited racial discrimination in public places and public accommodations. They are completely silent on the Democrats' 1904 platform, which devotes a section to, quote, sectional and racial agitation, claiming the GOP's protest against segregation. This is what the Democratic platform said, that the GOP's protest against segregation and the denial of voting rights to blacks sought to, I'm quoting here, revive the dead and hateful race and sectional animosities in any part of our common country, unquote. Because to do that, quote, means confusion, distraction of business, and the reopening of wounds now happily healed, unquote. Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Democrats are completely silent on four Democratic platforms from 1908 to 1920, which are silent on blacks, segregation, lynching, and voting rights as racial problems in the country mounted. By contrast, the Republican platforms of those years specifically address, quote unquote, rights of the Negro. That was in 1908. They specifically oppose lynchings in 1912, 1920, 1924, and 1928. And as the New Deal kicks in with the Democrats in power, they speak out about the dangers of making blacks wards of the state, unquote. They are completely silent on the Democratic National Committee-sponsored Democrat Convention of 1924, known to history as the Klanbake. The 103-ballot convention was held in Madison Square Garden. Hundreds of delegates were members of the Ku Klux Klan. The Klan was so powerful that a plank condemning Klan violence was defeated outright. And to celebrate, the Klan staged a rally with 10,000 hooded Klansmen in a field in New Jersey across the Hudson River from the site of the convention. It was attended by hundreds of cheering convention delegates. The rally featured burning crosses and calls for violence against African-Americans and Catholics. There is complete silence from Joe Biden on the fact that it was Democrats who segregated the federal government of the United States, specifically at the direction of progressive Democrat President Woodrow Wilson upon taking office in 1913. They do, however, include a reference that President Truman integrated the military after World War II. Good for Harry Truman. There is complete silence on the fact that Democrats created things that had no obvious racial tie, like the Federal Reserve Board or labor and child welfare laws or Social Security, programs that were created with Woodrow Wilson's New Freedom and Franklin Roosevelt's New Deal. But there's no reference that these programs were created uh, as the result of an agreement to ignore segregation and the lynching of black Americans. They are silent on the thousands of local officials, state legislators, state governors, U.S. congressmen, and U.S. senators who were elected as supporters of first slavery and then segregation between 1800 and and 1965. Think of that. That's 165 years worth of discrimination by the Democratic Party. And they're silent on the deal with the devil that left segregation and lynching as a way of life 
in return for election support for three post-Civil War Democratic presidents, Grover Cleveland, Woodrow Wilson, and Franklin Roosevelt. There is also silence on the three-fourths of the opposition to the 1964 Civil Rights Bill. And remember, that 1964 Civil Rights Bill had to be done as a do-over because these laws had already been passed a century ago, and Democrats went out of their way to undermine them. So when we came to 1964 in the United States House, there was three-fourths of the Democratic Party voting against that Civil Rights Bill. And of the uh, 80% of the nay vote on the bill in the United States Senate, that came from Democrats. And certainly they are silent on the fact that the opposition included future Senate Democratic leader Robert Byrd of West Virginia, a former Klansman who was eulogized at his funeral by Joe Biden. And not to mention another leader of the filibuster and the attempt to oppose the Civil Rights Act was someone named Senator Albert Gore Sr., father of future Vice President Al Gore. And last but certainly not least, they are silent on the fact that Birmingham, Alabama, Public Safety Commissioner Bull Connor, who infamously unleashed dogs and fire hoses on civil rights protesters, was in fact, yes, indeed, both a member of the Democratic National Committee and the Ku Klux Klan. And today, when Joe Biden says, if you're for Trump, you ain't black, that exemplifies exactly the culture of race that is exactly at the heart of the modern Democratic Party. It's always about race, 100% about race, and they are silent. They're not going to apologize Donald Trump has apologized, not apologized. He has denounced white supremacy many, many, many times, as far back as when he was considering running for president with the reform candidate, reform party. And David Duke was in the party and Donald Trump left it and said he wasn't going to be in a party with bigots. So sorry, Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi, you get no pass on this issue. In fact, far from getting a pass, you need to belly up and be responsible and apologize for building your party, for the fact that your party was built on slavery, segregation, lynching the Ku Klux Klan, and has now segued out to identity politics, also known as the son of segregation. So that's it. The word of the Lord, and I hope you will come to the Jeffrey Lord. We have uh, 30-some-odd days. We're coming down to the wire I hope you tune in and I hope you'll come to the uh, website. And until then, I will see you soon. Thanks very much. 